Welcome to Lockhead on Marketing, where we're trying the world's first marketing pod storm. 30 days of strategies and ideas to help you create the future of your choosing. Hey ho, let's go. Thanks for pressing play. And uh, sure hope you have enjoyed the marketing pod storm. We've got this episode and one more to go. And today let's talk about the peanut butter and lightning sandwich and why that's a new model for marketing execution. Uh, my friends at Oracle NetSuite are the world's number one cloud ERP system. Visit netsuite.com slash different. And my friends at Splunk are the leaders in data to everything. Visit splunk.com slash D, the number two, the letter E. All right, let's talk about um, typical marketing execution. It's predicated on a model called reach and frequency, and it's a very old idea. And the idea essentially is the more people that see our brand, hear our message, hear our point of view, uh, the better. And over time, people will buy from us if they become uh, aware of us and aware of us on a regular basis. We become known to them. They become open to us. Uh, maybe they try our shit, buy our shit, and away they go. Here's the problem. We get a shit ton of marketing messages a day. As some experts say we get forty to 60,000 messages a day if you include everything. Banners we see on the internet, emails we have, logos on coffee cups, t-shirts, you name it. There's marketing everywhere. And, uh, you know, interestingly about that, um, as you may know, I was originally born in Canada and I'm now an American citizen. So I have dual citizenship. And years ago, I went to Cuba to Havana for a few days. It was an incredible experience. If you get a chance to go, I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful country and the people are incredible and the music is outstanding. However, here was the aha as it relates to marketing being in Cuba. There are no billboards in Cuba. There's almost no marketing. You don't see giant signs that say Coca-Cola or Marlboro or um, you name it. And you don't realize how much marketing we are bombarded by until you go to envi an environment where there is no marketing. And if you're a guy like me, you are struck by how missing the marketing is when it's not there. And the aha that, of course, goes with that is, wow, we really are bombarded in, in our world, in the Western world, with marketing and advertising. And so here's the aha around reach and frequency. It doesn't work for most people. You are either rising above the noise or you're just part of the noise. And so if you go back and listen to the episode on lightning strikes, I sort of break down what that is and how to do it. But a quick uh, review of it is it's a concentrated set of marketing activities in a very short period of time uh, against a very tightly defined uh, audience or, or target market, target people. And then when you execute it, the idea is it's a short period of time. So a few days, maybe a week. And the aha here is um, if you are in our target market, our target audience, our target uh, listener, viewer, uh, what have you, you cannot miss that we are striking when we're striking. And the, the other part of the big idea here is um, I would rather dominate somebody's mind space for a day or two than be mostly irrelevant most of the time. So that's sort of one of the key things about sort of uh, lightning. Now, this reach and frequency thing, uh, I've sort of recast as peanut butter. And here's a mistake I see in virtually every marketing plan and every marketing budget. 
a disproportionate amount of the investment and a disproportionate amount of the effort is sort of spread equally over time, over product lines, and so forth. And uh, you can't stand out if you do that. You're going to disappear in the noise if all you do is uh, reach and frequency inspired um, peanut butter marketing. So what's the answer? Of course, the peanut butter and lightning sandwich. So how do you do that? Here's a way to think about it. Imagine, sort of start here and work back. Imagine if you said we were going to take 80% of our marketing investment and we were going to focus it on doing two strikes a year. And the objective is that's when we're going to lead with our POV. That's when we're going to evangelize our category. Because in, in my opinion, a lightning strike is the only way to have a step function um, uh, in, in sort of uh, getting your POV, getting your category, and therefore your brand and your company to tip. And so um, imagine you spent 80% of your focus every year on two, maybe three lightning strikes that lasted somewhere between two days and at most a week. Now, if you were to think through that lens, of course, what you would most likely come to, uh, there's exceptions. I never went as far as 80% when I was a CMO, that you, 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 you can't. You have to do some level of what you might think of as keep the lights on marketing. And, and let's be responsible here. As marketing leaders, we need to fill the funnel. We need to drive sales. Revenue is seminal. And if you're in B2C marketing, you're probably, uh, if you're the head of marketing, you're the principal driver of revenue. And if you're in B2B marketing, uh, obviously the head of sales is focused on that. But make no mistake, everybody in the company should be focused on revenue. And marketing that doesn't turn into revenue, that doesn't make the cash register sing, is shitty marketing. So what are we trying to get right here? Start with, imagine, could we do 80%? And of course, that's probably not going to be realistic. But where you might get to is 50-50. Half your spend on big strikes to stand out, to drive your POV, to get a tipping point to happen against a small number of people. Remember, I would rather matter to a thousand people than be irrelevant to a million people. And so what you're trying to do is strike to people that matter the most, what my friend Eddie Yoon calls the super consumers, who are roughly the 10% of your market category who can influence and drive behavior in, in, in your market category. And, and that's an important part of a lightning strike. You are not trying to affect the entire audience, the entire market category, everybody who could potentially buy your service or product. You're trying to affect the most influential. You want to influence the influencers. If you're a public company, um, this will include Wall Street and investors. Uh, if analysts cover your company, be they uh, you know, um, tech analysts like they are in the tech space or industry analysts of one sort or another in other spaces and, and Wall Street analysts, you're trying to influence them. You're trying to influence the media, any influential people in the digital world that matter, any speakers and so forth. So you're trying to influence them and the top 10% of most impactful super consumers who talk, who, who evangelize, who are open to and embrace new ideas. And so what you're trying to get with the, with the peanut butter and lightning uh, sandwich here is a few times a year, do something very big that stands out, that really moves the needle, that moves the thinking, that positions you as the thought leader and ultimately positions you as the category queen. Uh, 
And then you want to do enough keep the lights on marketing to make the cash register sing. Um, now, that's stuff that is typically not high impact, not high influence in terms of driving a category point of view. However, it is super high impact around driving revenue, driving people to your website, driving engagement, uh, driving people to other sort of lead type things, webinar, digital marketing, uh, whatever it is you're doing around lead gen um, or, or traffic driving or the equivalent, depending on your business, um, that's the peanut butter. And we want to do enough to drive the revenue and to make an impact in, impact in the near term and add lightning strikes on top of that. And here's an interesting aha when you adopt this model. In the beginning, you might find resistance. People in marketing, people in sales, people in engineering or product uh, management, things along those lines. However, I've seen some of the largest technology companies in the world use this approach. And once they start doing it, product managers, uh, business unit heads and the like want to tie their product to the next strike. And so the interesting thing about this model is um, the strike becomes a forcing function internally for getting shit done, making sure your next product release happens, making sure the update happens, driving marketing to a specific point in time to produce a specific result. And if you get it right, you are having a big impact with your strikes and you're doing the right level of peanut butter, keep the lights on marketing to drive uh, prospects, to drive leads, uh, the, the Glen Gary leads. Google that shit if you don't know what I'm talking about. And so that's the genius. Some CMOs overcorrect on lead gen and maybe they're filling pipeline, which is great. But then there's the problem of, hey, nobody's ever fucking heard of us, right? And then some CMOs just want to do the high impact stuff but they forget to keep the lights on and drive revenue. And legendary CMOs get this mix right. I advocate the mindset of let's start with 80% on strikes and 20% on peanut butter and then work back to about 50-50. Here's the other thing I'd say about this approach. It also allows you to have a forcing function to get rid of uh, crap in your marketing initiatives, your marketing budgets, your marketing programs that aren't working. I've never seen a marketing plan that doesn't have at least 20 per, at least 10% uh, bullshit in it, uh, waste in it. The old, uh, why do we do this? I don't know, because we've always done it. And so when you say, hey, we're going to adopt the peanut butter and lightning sandwich approach, and we are going to overly focus on lightning and be super thoughtfully aggressive about the peanut butter, it drives a set of decisions. It drives a set of priorities within marketing and frankly, within sales and engineering. This is the other aha, which is the marketing plan that is predicated on the mindset around peanut butter and lightning should be deeply tied to the product plan and deeply tied to helping the sales organization meet uh, its quarterly numbers. And when, when the product slash engineering organization the marketing organization and the sales organization are aligned around this uh, go-to-market approach, peanut butter and lightning, all of a sudden you get real power. And that's what we're looking for as we do our marketing planning. And particularly now at a time when most of us are looking for breakthrough ways to drive revenue in the short term, but position ourselves strategically for the long term, because let's not forget, 
10% of companies get stronger in a downturn. The way to get there in our marketing planning is the peanut butter and lightning sandwich. All right. We would like to thank our good friends at NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Recently, uh, they did a set of work where they talked to a lot of business leaders to find out what they're doing right now to drive their business forward. And they put together a wonderful uh, document called the seven actions businesses need to take now to get your copy of that paper and schedule your free product tour of NetSuite. Visit NetSuite.com slash different. That's NetSuite.com slash different. And my friends at Splunk want to help you turn data into doing. One of the ahas is that we are now at a point in time where data is no longer just a record of what happened. Data is the thing that helps you make things happen. Visit splunk.com slash D, the number two, the letter E, as in data to everything. My friends at Otranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for the better part of 20 years. Check out A-T-R-E.net today. Uh, speaking of closing more sales, my friends at Spiro.ar dot AI, that's Spiro.ai, are the leaders in proactive relationship management, harnessing the power of machine learning and artificial intelligence to help you close more deals. Uh, don't forget my first book, Play Bigger, How Pirates, Dreamers, and Innovators Create and Dominate Markets. It makes a wonderful gift for uh, your entire company. <laughs> Speaking of things you should give to your entire company, Cloud Wars Live podcast with my friend um, Bob Evans. It's a fantastic a podcast. If you're in the technology business, I guess on a regular basis, check out Cloud Wars Live wherever you get legendary podcasts. All right. This podcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network, and today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes. And the creators of this podcast were more than likely consuming libations. Don't forget that Prince was right. Uh, we are produced and edited by Jason DeFilippo. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do awesome uh, technical execution and build lockhead.com. Show notes by Diane Gervasio. If you have questions, comments, or complaints, send them to blackhole at lockhead.com. Uh, we offer anybody who has a complaint a money back guarantee on this oddcast. All right. The thought I'll leave you with comes from Muhammad Ali, who said, hating people because of their color is wrong. And it doesn't matter which color does the hating. It's just plain wrong. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay legendary, and until we're together again, follow your difference.